Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So you want to know something that I struggle with? Um, I struggle with not having the answer, not knowing what to do, not having a solution to fix my problem. Uh, I also have a control problem or a control issue. I like to be in control. I was sharing with, um, I believe it was Anthony the other day, uh, you know, because we've been traveling a lot. I told him I really, you know, don't like to fly. And he was like, really? I was like, yeah. And I said, and I know why I don't like to fly because that is one of the times that I have absolutely no control over my situation I mean and there's this thing as a false sense of control thinking that you can control over the narrative of over your life (laughs) you really don't but like in a plane you literally do not have control you know the pilot does (laughs) but I mean and, and really does the pilot even have control over the plane or is it something else (laughs) um but I don't want to go into that because I don't know how many people have a flight to, to go and catch or you may be on a plane right now. <laughs> Let's not talk about flights. But no, I, I, I don't like flying that much because I don't have control. And that's one of the reasons why I don't like not having the answer because you or I feel helpless. I feel like I don't have control over the situation because I don't have the answer or the solution to my problem. And uh, I was reading in my devotion this morning, which was so interesting that this was the actual lesson for the day. But the the author asked the question or not asked the question, but gave the statement of if you want God to do a miracle in your life, the first thing you have to do is admit that you have an unsolvable problem. And. I thought about that for a little while and I was just like an unsolvable problem. And I thought about the fact of how a lot of times, you know, not having the answer, that means that it, it's not necessarily that it's unsolvable, but you don't have the, the answer to it. So you can't solve it. But the Bible tells us that all things are possible with God. Right. And so um, this particular uh, devotion was referring to the passage of when uh jesus fed the five thousand, but it looked at this this passage from a different perspective because it was talking about how you know uh jesus was teaching and then the disciples came to him and say hey this is a remote place um let's go ahead and send everybody home so that they can go buy themselves something to eat and so but jesus answered them and said why don't y'all give him give them something to eat And they were like, but that would be like a half a year's wages. Like we can't do that. And so the, the, the lesson or the devotion went on to say that we, you know, first procrastinate and, um, and it was saying, pointing out how the disciples waited a while, like the disciples saw at the beginning, like how many people were there and probably should have tried to do something about it from early in the day, but they waited till later to then say to Jesus, like, hey, maybe we should send these people away. And it's usually like after you've already exhausted, like, hmm, 
how can we <laughs> how can we get out of this right um but I don't want to talk about how to get out of it I, I want to stay in the fact of just not having the answer and as a, a wife a mom and all these other titles that I wear as like an employer a sister a daughter a friend it's always difficult when you don't have the answer to something like my kids will ask me a question uh because they just feel like you know mommy you should know because you're older and I'm like but I don't know you know but let's look it up you know and I and I do try to look it up or I'll ask Google to help them out with the situation but it's it's difficult when you don't have have the answer for more bigger things in life and one of the things that I am currently or, or was struggling with was one, I'm a very private person. So and, and I've shared this with you guys, like doing this, this podcast is really a God thing because I'm out here just talking to y'all, telling you about my business <laughs> and what's going on in my world. Uh, and, and it can be uncomfortable. It's even more uncomfortable when I have to get really really transparent and talk about some of the things that like make me feel bad like feeling like I'm feeling my kids uh which makes me feel like a failure and you're like Hannah why do you feel like you're failing your kids well one you know um I, I feel like I didn't do enough for for Skyland in regards to like school because you know she learns differently. She needs additional time to get her work done. She works at, I don't want to say a slower pace, but she does not work at the same place as other kids. And I want to be very careful how I say this because, you know, we're quick to label um, people or each other or even ourselves with things that we do. And I, you know, want to say that she has a different learning style or ability you know and she she needs to take her time and unfortunately this is not something that I noticed or we noticed earlier on it's something that was brought to our attention within the past year you know um, it was brought more to our attention when she was in the third grade now prior to third grade you know um going to parent-teacher conferences, there was conversation about, you know, she struggles with this or she struggles with that. But the response from the teacher was always like, it's just the confidence, mom. It's just the confidence, dad. We just got to build her confidence up and she'll be fine. And I struggle with that now um, because a part of me felt like it was more than just a confidence thing. But because I did not want that feeling to be real, I did not want my daughter to have a challenge in her life or a struggle in her life. I kind of just like, okay, the teachers are saying that I'm just going to rely on that. But I've learned that I am my children's advocate until they can advocate for themselves. I have to fight for them. I have to make sure that they have what they need. And so long story short, here we are now where she does get the accommodations that she needs in school um, to do her, her coursework, but it's still a struggle. And 
it's interesting because I've talked to other people who are in the same situation or similar situations as Anthony and I, and it's just so refreshing to have somebody else who understands that And because for so long, you know, you're just dealing with it by yourself. And I even said to one of my friends the other day, I was like, it's so ironic how you and I both were going through something very similar, both our daughters, our oldest, and because, you know, we keep this stuff to ourselves and don't share it, you, like, we could have helped each other a lot sooner, but we didn't. And, and I don't know, well, yeah, I do know. It's, for me, it's pride. I can't speak for her and say what it is. But for me, I know that it was pride. I know it was, you know, I'm using the excuse of, I'm, oh, I'm protecting her. But it's like, am I protecting her? Protecting her from what? Like, if I talk to reach out to somebody who has a child who's going through th- something similar, that will give her someone who can relate to her as well to help. A- instead of saying like, oh, I don't want to put it out there to make her feel bad. How am I making her feel bad? And th- And that's the other thing, right? It's like. The only way that she would feel bad about it is if I label it as something bad. And I really, really try my hardest not to do that. Like even when she may feel like, oh, I can't get this. Nope, we're not going to say can't because we can. You know, practice makes better. Let's keep practicing until we get better. Take your time. Like I tell her this all the time. Don't worry about how quickly other people in your class are getting things done. You take your time. You have this accommodation. Utilize it, you know. But as a mom, again, I feel like I failed her because I'm like, what could I have done differently when she was younger? Should I have purchased My Baby Can Read? Actually, I do believe we purchased that, but we weren't diligent or consistent in using it all the time or every day with her. You know, could I have read to her more? Could I have had her read to me more? Um, Should I have done flashcards with her more and the sight words? And like all these different questions and thoughts go through my head. And it's just like I'm singing the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And it's just like you can't cry over spilled milk. Like this is where we are. And regardless to what you think you could have done differently before, know that this although a surprise to you was not a surprise to God and God has really been working on me about this because he's also had to remind me Hannah this is her story this is a part of the assignment on her life like what she's going through right now is going to bring me the glory it is going to be a testament to other people that I brought her through this and I can do the same thing for somebody else. And so I try to keep reminding myself of that and focusing on that so that I don't allow the negative thoughts to come into my head to make me feel like I'm a bad mom or that I I failed my child or that, you know, woe is me or woe is her. <sighs> I don't want that. I honestly don't because I have to pour the confidence in her. I have to help her realize that it's okay if you learn differently. Not everybody learns the same way. I mean, even with AJ, AJ may be on a different um, side of the spectrum because he picks things up quicker. 
But because AJ likes to do things so quickly, sometimes if AJ is just trying to get the work done, he doesn't necessarily read through the assignment. And so then when he answers quickly because he's not paying attention, he'll answer incorrect. And he can also get a bad grade for that, you know. So it's, you know, trying to slow him down a little bit so that he focuses more and not necessarily speeding Skylin up, but just making sure that she takes the time to comprehend what she needs. But I'm not going to lie to you guys. It gets frustrating sometimes because when I'm assisting her with her homework and assisting her with ELA and I'm asking questions, I can feel the frustration when I'll ask her something and she pauses to respond to me and I'm just like you should know this but then I have to remember patience and say to myself well maybe she doesn't maybe she doesn't comprehend it or maybe she's taking some time to think about it to really figure out what it is that you're asking her to make sure that there is comprehension and it's just it's a struggle I'm not gonna lie it's a struggle because you know, the other thing, I didn't have that problem as a child, right? Um, I wasn't like AJ. Things didn't come to me quickly. I really had to study hard to, to get the grades that I got in school. But I had a, I don't know, I was motivated. I, you know, didn't have a dislike for school. You know, school was cool. I was okay I, I was an above average student you know um it was good but with Skyland is different is I feel like it's because for so long she you know wasn't getting the accommodations that she needed and it was a struggle and it was hard she doesn't she doesn't like school she's just like uh If if she could stay home all day and chill, that would be her preference. Like, school is not the thing for her. And I try to tell her, like, you're only 11 years old. Like, you can't have this distaste for school. And I'm trying to figure out ways to help her be more inspired and be motivated. Because it's like, for me, I'm like, nah, I can't have you just sitting around. Like, you, it's important. You... And I'm not saying that she I'm not trying to force her to be like me. I'm not trying to force her to want to go off to college or force her to do these glamorous things, because in all honesty, there's all different types of occupations out there. There are all different passion projects that she could be a part of and assist with and do very well. You know what I'm saying? So I am not trying to make this strict pathway for her. But at the same time, I just find it difficult sometimes to really just have those patience. And I'm just I I, I said this to a friend uh, earlier today. I said, all you have is all you need. Everything that you need inside of you is already in you. It's just like when God said to Gideon, like, go in the strength that you have. I've been graced for this. I've been graced to be her mom and to to be patient with her. It's just a matter of me tapping into that, right? And so I have to remind myself of these things. I have to, every time the negative thoughts try to creep in, I have to shake them off and literally say, Hannah, no, 
you are the right mother for her because there are things that God placed inside of you that he knew she was going to need. And he knew that you were going to, you know, be interceding on her behalf, that you were going to do the things that you need to do. So it's like, I know that I'm the right person, but even though I know that sometimes I don't believe it. And I guess I'm like that, that father in the Bible who says, you know, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. I, I have to say the same things. Lord, help. I, I, I believe, but help my unbelief. Help the, the area of my mind that entertains or give way to the negative thoughts. Help me to call those things that are not as though they are. Help me to stand firm in your word and to remain anchored and rooted in, in the promises you know, that you have for me. Help me to remember that we are all works of in progress and that you are continually to do a good work in Skyland's life and that it's all going to be for your glory. Like, help me in those areas. Help me with those things because right now I'm feeling like a failure. I'm feeling <laughs> like I've let her down. I've, I'm feeling like I'm not giving her what she needs. I'm not helping her you know, be motivated. Like, I I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it's difficult, you know, because as a mom or let me, I'm not speaking for mothers. I'm just speaking for myself. But as a mom, I just, I guess I had this in this mindset. I had these expectations. I had this vision of how things were going to be. And it's not that way. And it doesn't mean that it's bad or that it's not good. It's just different from what I expected. And I need to be able to embrace the difference and embrace where I currently am and be okay with that. Not, I mean, who's to say that there's a right or wrong way in how to, to, to raise your children, you know, um, I don't know. It's that whole comparison trap, right? Because you see what other people are doing. You're seeing how well their kids are. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I have some friends who I think are, like, super moms. And, you know, they take their kids to the library once a week. And they, you know, do all these different artsy craft um, things with the kids. And I'm just like, oh, I need to do stuff like that. Like, it's that comparison. And it's... It, I have to remind myself, you are, speaking to me, you are Skyland and AJ's mom. You're not anybody else's mom. You are the perfect mom for them. That is why God chose you to be the vessel that he brought them through. And just like how this friend is the perfect mom for her children and that friend is the perfect mom for their children, it's like we all have our assignments. We all have the, the reason why God has allowed our children to come through us and that they're our kids. And I have to remind myself of that. I have to remind myself that I am still enough and I am still qualified and I am still the right choice even when I don't have the answer. Because right now, I just know that it is a slow and steady race to the finish line with you know helping her with school and she's in fifth grade this year so she'll be going off to middle school which is a whole new ballpark a whole new game 
and it's learning how to navigate that like and I feel like here it is yeah I have a whole semester a third and a fourth quarter before I need to figure that out but before I know it the new school year is going to be among us and it's just like oh my gosh but it's the same thing it's trying to come up with a great plan of course of action what to do and I don't know y'all like I've talked to you guys before about like asking God to set the agenda for you and I've been asking and maybe I haven't been asking diligently and consistently enough but I'm just like Lord I still don't know what to do where to go like how do I get this accomplished I don't know the answer I are you can you give it to me please can you tell me where this is supposed to go where and then I find myself in this waiting place this waiting place to hear from him and to get the answer and then I wonder to myself did he already give the answer and I was so distracted and blind that I didn't notice and didn't see and so now how do I figure that out it's just a never-ending cycle or pattern but just trying to figure it out like what am I what am I doing are you sure you picked the right one are you sure it's me because I don't know and it's difficult when you don't know especially when you have people depending on you and relying on you and you're just wondering if every decision you make is the right decision if if that's the right way to go or did I hear wrong or am I distracted that I didn't see (sighs) it's just it's difficult you guys it it really is and it's hard for me to admit that I don't know it all like I know I don't know it all but it's like to just say God I have a problem that I need you to to solve or help me solve tell me what to do what is the right way (laughs) because that's where I am right now I'm um, and, and I guess the reason why I'm also in my emotions or my feelings is because progress reports just came out and, you know, I'm trying to meet with the teachers just to get an understanding. Like, can we come up with a system like we need a system because I I need to know like you can't let me find out when the progress reports come out and we're now in the middle of the semester if there's an issue with something and then don't tell me that there's not an issue because if there wasn't an issue then she wouldn't have gotten the markings that she did right so I I need to understand how we can work together and I don't know how how else to say it other than we need to come up with a plan to figure out how to work together to help her stay on track because she's a bright kid she's you know a smart kid she just needs assistance with certain things like when she gets that one-on-one assistance she excels she does very well because she has someone checking to make sure that there's full comprehension and she understands what is being asked of her but when she's doing it on her own and she comes across words that she's not familiar with or she comes across a huge passage that she has to read before she even gets to the questions it, it can be a bit much. It really can. It, it can be a bit much. And so, you know, I don't know. I go back sometimes 
to the whole what could I have done differently and it's like this is where it is and it's okay because it's her story it's her journey and I think about that like even if I did something different will we still end up here because this is her assignment I mean it might have been in a different role I guess but this is the assignment is to bring him the glory and we all have an assignment and gifts and talents that we you know have within us and they're not just for ourselves they are for the body they're for other people you know again fellowship is something that we were made for you know uh, the only time God said that something wasn't good was when he saw Adam by himself and it he gave him a companion to do life with and so you know I say all that because I know that I need to be willing to open up more and to share more and you know so that I don't feel alone you know it's great to to get it out there so that others don't know that and well others know that they're not alone and that they don't have to do it by themselves but I have to remind myself that as well because I am always willing to be there for somebody else and to help them but I don't really ask for the assistance and help myself and that's difficult you know and so I kind of sit here in silence silently suffering alone by myself with my thoughts and so it's just like okay this is one of those moments where you could call a friend phone a friend and talk to them and and allow them to minister to me and to fill my cup and to remind me of who I am and whose I am and you know who is for me and that can be that can be difficult sometimes and and I feel like I'm still holding back a little bit even with admitting you know something that makes me uncomfortable which is the whole being in control and you know just not having the answer not knowing what to do like this is those moments where I really fully have to surrender and say God you have full reign over my life and that takes it shouldn't take time right because I know what the word says but I'm human and I experience emotions emotions as well and I get sad and I get disappointed but I just have to remember that all things work together all things work together and he's continuing to work on each of us until Christ returns so it's it's just remembering that it's remembering that and not allowing myself to fall down the rabbit hole of negative thoughts but to have positive thoughts and to think on what's above and not beneath and to start calling those things that are not as though they are and to just continue to ask God for wisdom and guidance in how you know how I'm supposed to function in this season in this in this current season that I'm in and how I can be a support to to Anthony and AJ and Skyland because you know there's just been a lot 
going on and and that's the other thing right there's a lot going on with aj there's this spotlight that's on him and so here she is just allowing herself to fade into the background a little bit more and more and i'm like nope you're not gonna fade into the background because what you're doing is just as important which is why i think it's so important for her to have things that she is interested in and passionate about that is outside of her brother I mean, it's great that they play video games together and everything, but, you know, he has acting. Right now, she has tennis, but I also know that she's a very big fan of art and creating things. So being a part of an art studio or an art class where she can learn different techniques on painting and, you know, putting colors together to form new colors. Like, I want her to have that. I want her to have her thing, and that's one of the things that I think that would be very beneficial because it's like she has her thing, AJ has his thing, and we we have a sense of equity within the home and it not be, you know, one-sided, totally focused on, on one child over the other. So anyways, those are just a couple of the things that I think about and that I, I don't want to say stress because I'm supposed to cast my cares on the Lord. So in not stressing myself I just realized that I have to be okay with not having control and not knowing the answer and just being an encouragement and an inspiration and motivation for her until she can find that on her own now whether or not that's the right way to go about it I don't know I don't have the answer (laughs) But I do know that in all things, I just have to continue to trust and rely on God to direct me and to tell me what to do and and to show me the way. But I hope this episode was helpful to someone and someone's. um, And if you have a similar situation, like hit me up, Uh, you can drop a listener letter to hannahsworld00 at gmail.com. You can DM me on Messenger on Facebook at hannahsworld00, or you can DM me on IG at hannahsworld00. So until next time, peace out, world.